Welcome, welcome, welcome to a wonderful episode of the Gospel According to Stupid. I'm Johnny Waters, and I am all alone this particular one, but I am starting off this wonderful thing with Samuel. What is up, everybody? How you doing? I'm finally coming out of that weird bit of hiatus and into your homes. I've had a couple of drinks before hopping into this, and I know I'm posting this on Monday, but it is a uh, terrible travesty that I didn't do this yesterday because, well, the Super Bowl happened, and I got home at about 11, and I decided to pass the fuck out after that very, very kind of boring game that had a lot of really good commercials. And some of you uh, clearly don't listen to this from, from the Americas, but a lot of you do. Um, but those of you who don't, I'm sorry to say that I'm going to have a small little spiel about the Super Bowl, which was a fun event in that I got to hang out with the family and got to have some nice food and got to bring it and buy it and drink it, certainly, and I drank quite a bit, and especially tonight, right before I came here, I had a very kind of slightly expensive meal and drank a lot with my lady, and she went off to go hang out with some guys uh, at uh, another bar where they were saying goodbye to their old uh, employees, and she just started a new job. So uh, I'm here alone, just about to do some work and things, and so I figured I might as well give you guys another episode of fun. Um, yeah, that's Super Bowl, man. Uh, Maroon 5, man. <laughs> Whatever you might think. I was kind of hoping that there would be a sweet victory thing from SpongeBob, which I think the internet was all sorts of sold for, but it didn't quite happen. Am I right? Um, and being the red-blooded whomever who are listening to this, assuming it's going to be very educational for the uh, Bible and things, they probably feel very much the same about, like, my kids raised with SpongeBob and I was waiting for the goddamn thing to make motherfucking uh, sweet victory and stuff. Something I could sing with, motherfucker. And so it didn't quite happen. Um, very sad. Um, I don't know. Maybe I was, maybe I'm a little, little too pushy. Maybe I don't care about a guy removing his shirt. And maybe I was, I'm hoping for a little bit more rock and roll or country, uh, with my, uh, Super Bowl. So that was that. Anyway, so we're going to start off this episode as we usually do with any other episode. We're going to start with the top 10 countries of people who listen to us, which makes me feel really good because we are, at that point, extremely international, which is super fucking cool. Um, and we're going to start off numero 10 with Italy, a place we intend to visit here probably within the next year, hopefully. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Bongiorno? I don't know. Uh, Brazil at number nine, the Philippines with number eight, hello, how are you? Ireland with number seven, hi, how are you? Uh, Spain with number six, this one's new, I think, I don't think I have any Spaniards listening to this. Sorry if that was, was that racist? No, because you're Spaniard, I don't fuck, I don't know. Send me an email. Um, Turkey at number five, I think you guys are brand new. Germany with number four, welcome, guten tag. Uh, number three is the United Kingdom, Hello. Uh, Australia at number two, fantastic. I think you guys jumped up a bit, so I think you guys are sharing some shit, which is awesome. Thanks, guys. Um, and numero uno, sorry to say, is United States. So if you guys like to see your country on here, just give it a listen. Share it with some of the people that you like, uh, and uh, you'll be able to hear us uh, weekly uh, with who's on here. Um, and now for the top ten cities before we hop into the, the uh, review and hop into Samuel. Uh, the top 10 cities, so, I mean, we do have the top 10 countries, and then we have the people in, uh, who are listening to it across the board. Holy shit, I know number 8 pretty well. Uh, number 10, McDaniel MD, uh, Maryland, I believe. 
Uh, Munich, Germany. Holy fuck. That's that's a big city, man. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, number eight, Mountain Home Air Force Base. I believe I know who's listening there. Hey, man. Uh, Konya, uh, Turkey, which is new to me. Thank you so much. Uh, Sheffield, United Kingdom. I think you guys fell from grace recently. What happened? Uh, Canberra, uh, Australia. Thank you guys so much. Uh, Garden City, Idaho. Hey, our own backyard. Thank you guys. Uh, Atlanta, Georgia, United States. Thank you so much. You guys are gonna become the next, uh, uh, fuck. You're gonna become the next, like, film capital of America. Thank you so much. Wow, Boise, Idaho. Our own actual hometown is Numero Dos with a giant leap from what they were. Um, and Numero Uno, San Jose, California, leading it strong. Thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it. Uh, if you have any thoughts or anything along those lines or anything you want to reach out to, please send me an email at uh, accordingtostupid at gmail.com. You can find us um, also on the Twitter at Accord to Stupid. Um, and let's see what else. Uh, leave a review and subscribe to this on Apple uh, iPod, <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Uh, you can find it on the App Store or wherever you happen to get your your stuff, man. So uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, and I hope you guys start sending some emails because I could certainly use a couple. Um, yeah, man. So uh, let's let's hop into Samuel. So Ruth was basically like. Hey, these girls traveled, and and everything kind of worked out, and uh, Boaz uh, found a nice girl, and I, I think married her, and made kind of a good deal out of the whole thing, and, uh, and then uh, we eventually get to David, which is what Samuel's all about, and I have this book open over here in kind of this darker uh, corner of the room, um, which is fine, I guess. Uh, and yeah, here we go. Are you guys ready? Let's rock. Uh, Samuel chapter one. Here we go. Now, there was a certain man at Ramathim Zophim, cool, of Mount Ephraim. Ah, we remember that place. And his name was Elkanah. Elkanah. All right. The son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zuf, uh, and Euphrathite. Oh, okay. So we're in the neighborhood, but down the line a bit. And he had two wives. The name of one was Hannah. Oh, fun. And the name of the other was uh, Penina. And Penina had children, but Hannah had no children. Fuck! Uh, she, this woman's making choices about her life, and I'm sure in the Old Testament was not a good thing at the time. Um, and this man went up uh, out of the city... Uh, yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh, and the two sons of Eli, uh, Hophni and Phinehas, uh, the priests of the Lord, were there. Fun. And when the time that uh, uh, was that Elkanah offered and gave Peninnah his wife, and to all her sons and her daughters portions, okay, uh, but unto Hannah he gave a worthy portion, for he loved Hannah, but the Lord had shut up her womb. Okay, so she was barren. Hannah's barren. Um, Penina, uh, fuck it, Penina, um, had a, had some sons and daughters, and, and he is offering up bits of land. Okay, fine. Uh, but Hannah's got her own portion on her own, I guess, and assumingly no husband to her name. 
And her adversary also provoked her sore, for to make her fret, because the Lord had shut up her womb. Well, then, then everybody's pissed off about it, I guess. Uh, and as he did so year by year, when she went up to the house of the Lord, uh, so she provoked her. Oh, so this bitch. Uh, wherever she wept, and therefore she wept and did not eat, because she's fucking being picked on, man. Fuck this person. Uh, then said Elkanah, her husband, to her, Hannah, oh, wait, what? I thought that was a dad. All right, whatever. Uh, Hannah, why weepst thou? And why eatst thou not? And why is thy heart grieved? Am not I better to thee than ten sons? Well, you know, probably. I don't know. He might be. It might be awesome. So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh, and after they had drunk. And now Eli the priest uh, sat on a seat by a post at the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. Well, no shit, man, because she's in a fucking dire strait of shit, dude. So what do you expect? And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if thou wilt indeed look on the affliction of thine handmaid and remember me and not forget thine handmaid, but will give unto thine handmaid a man-child, then I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life, and there shall no razor come upon his head. So he's going to have a real long head of hair at some point. So why is this not um, motherfucking Samson's story? Uh, just a thought. Anyway, now, and it came to pass uh, as she continued to praying before the Lord that Eli marked her mouth with what, I wonder. Now, Hannah, she spake in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she had been drunken. <laughs> All right, fun. Uh, and Eli said unto her, How long hath thou been drunken? Put away thy wine from thee. Quit being drunk, lady. You lush. And Hannah answered and said, No, my lord, I am a woman of a sorrowful spirit. I have drunk neither wine nor strong drink, but have poured out my soul before the Lord. You know, as they say, like, a drunken heart tells an honest... Well, a drunken tongue tells an honest heart. That's how it goes. Uh, Count not that handmaid for a daughter of Belial, for out of the abundance of my complaint and grief have I spoken hitherto. So I'm not serving the demons and shit. Uh, then Eli answered and said, Go in peace, and the God of Israel grant thee thy petition uh, that thou hast asked of him. Boy, isn't that nice to have a man say that, like, Yeah, okay, God can answer for you now. And she said, Let thine handmaid find grace in thy sight. So the woman went her way and did eat, and her countenance was no more sad. Hey, all right, awesome. And they rose up in the morning early and worshipped before the Lord and returned and came into the house of Rama. Oh, so the Eidolon from Final Fantasy. Probably not. And uh, Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. Oh, shoot, yeah, I remember you. Seems seems strange to me. All right, whatever. Anyway, uh, wherefore it came to pass, when the time was come about after Hannah had conceived that she bare a son and called his name Samuel, saying, because I have asked him of the Lord. Okay, so sounds like Hannah's like, hey, if I get a kid, I'm going to name him Samuel. And uh, we're not going to cut his hair or shit, because that's apparently bad to God. Or some shit. And the Lord, uh, and the man Elkanah and his and all his house went up to offer unto the Lord the yearly sacrifice in his vow, as it said several books ago. But Hannah went up not, went not up. For she said unto her husband, I will not go up until the child be weaned, and then I will bring him that he may appear before the Lord and there abide forever. Good for her. Being, making sure this deal fucking goes. 
And uh, Elkanah, her husband, said unto her, Do what seemeth thee good, tarry thou until ye, thou have, 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 have thou have weaved him, have weaned him, sorry. Only the Lord established his word. So the woman abode and gave her son suck until she weaned him. Fun. And when she had weaned him, she took him up with her uh, with three bullocks and one afaf of flour and a bottle of wine and brought him unto the house of the Lord in Shiloh. And the child was young. No shit. You're fucking weaning this motherfucker. <coughs> Sorry, the, the cough from last week has fucked up my week. And they slew a bullock. Fuck. And brought the child to Eli, and she said, "O oh, my lord, as thou as thy soul liveth, my lord, I am the woman that stood by thee here, praying unto the Lord. For this child I prayed, and the Lord hath given me a petition which I asked him. Therefore, also I have lent him to the Lord. As long as he liveth, he shall be lent to the Lord, and he worship the Lord there." Seems like an odd deal of just like, hey man, so like. Here's the fucking deal, you know. Uh, so long as you're alive, you're in service of the Lord. <laughs> Enjoy, motherfucker. Um, all right, man. So, uh, Hannah's vow, right? Uh, I'm trying to find. It. I'm gonna move some light around here. Oh, nice. All right. Um, so, uh, some insights since I'm being borrowed uh, with some of this book here. Uh, Eli apparently mean the Lord is high. <sighs> Yep. Um, so, uh, insight with Samuel 1, uh, 110, 111, Hannah's vow. Hannah pledged that if the Lord gave her a son, she would dedicate him to God's service as soon as he was weaned. Many individuals in Scripture made vows, but Hannah distinguished herself by carrying out her commitment. All right. To learn what others vow, blah, 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 Numbers 32, which I don't really remember, but if you go back to that, I'm sure it'll be great. Hannah's promise included a lifelong Nazarite vow that her son, on her son's behalf, a dedication to the Lord that it required a person's hair not be cut. To find out more, blah, 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 don't give a shit, because this is shit we've already learned. Uh, we'll have another insight uh, in the next uh, chapter with chapter uh, two. Here we go. Okay, everybody ready? Chapter two, motherfuckers, here we go. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoiceth in the Lord, mine horn is exalted in the Lord, my mouth is enlarged over mine enemies, because I rejoice in thy salvation. Probably because she's going to be talking about them, not because in my head she's going to be taking something in the face. Uh, there is none holy as the Lord, fair enough, and there is none beside thee. That's kind of the part of the tenets. Uh, neither is there any rock like our God. Well, probably a diamond, maybe. Uh, talk no more so exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. Is a God of knowledge, a God, not the God, a God of knowledge. Put that into your fucking thing and fucking smoke it. Um, so it seems to me that there's still this whole fight of multiple gods in this whole place. So, uh... There are apparently some warfares going on, some sort of competition, some politicking going on with this particular god of knowledge, uh, uh, and it's good fun. Um, and all by him actions are weighed, fun. Uh, and bows of the mighty men are broken, uh, and they that stumbled are girded by strength. 
They that were full have hired out themselves for bread, and they that were hungry ceased, so that the barren hath both seven, uh, uh, born seven, excuse me, hath born seven, and she that hath many children is waxed feeble. Nido, the Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up, because fuck it, why not? Uh, this also kind of puts into facts of just like the Lord can kill you and bring you back. He can put you in the grave and bring you right back up. So those of you who have been watching The Walking Dead have the Lord to blame for this sort of thing. The Lord maketh poor, fuck you, and the Lord maketh rich. Uh, he bringeth low and lifteth up. Fuck off, man. Like, if you have such a choice, why aren't you Why are you lifting us up and putting us down, man? Like, fuck you. Uh, he raiseth up the poor out of the dust, and lifteth up the beggar from the dunghill, to set them among princes, and to make them inherit the throne of glory, for the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he hath set the world upon them. Seems nice, but I am fairly certain this is to teach them a lesson, or to bring the high down, because otherwise you can't have everybody coming up to be princes, because then it's not nearly as special, is it? He will keep the feet of the civ- the he will keep the feet of his saints, and the wicked shall be silent in darkness. Rad. Uh, for by strength shall no man prevail. Ah, so you have to actually have something else other than strength. Probably some wits, maybe. Or a sword. Or uh, just a gumption to punch motherfuckers in the face. Uh, the adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of heaven shall the he thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth, and he shall give strength unto his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. Boy, I hope so. Um... And I hope you know who's choosing to be his king, because you better make that fucking known. Uh, and Elkanah went to Ramah to his house. Hey, man. And the child did minister unto the Lord before Eli the priest. Hi, I'm the kid. Now the sons of Eli were sons of Belial. Fuck you. They uh, they knew not the Lord. Well, then why the fuck is Eli a fucking priest then? Is he a priest? Is Eli a priest in this? Sounds like Eli is a priest, if I remember right. Why do we bring him to Eli in the first place? Why haven't you murdered this motherfucker yet? Because the last people who served Belial got fucking, like, eaten by the earth or some shit like that. Fuck you, buddy. Anyway... Uh, and the priest's custom with the people was that when any man offered sacrifice, the priest's servant came, okay, while the flesh was in seething, okay, uh, with a flesh hook of three teeth in his hand. Okay, so there's a dude who shows up to be like, is there a sacrifice happening? And he's got a big old hook that looks mighty scary. And he struck it into the pan or kettle or cauldron or pot, and we don't really remember what it was because we were all kind of, you know, drunk on fucking wine, even though we're kind of telling all these ladies to stop fucking drinking. We were kind of imbibing ourselves, if you know what I mean. All that the flesh hook brought up, the priest took for himself, so they did in Shiloh until the Israelites came, that came thither. What a fucking terrible thing, being like, oh, is this your, uh, this your fucking meal? Whoops. I guess I'm fishing for some steak, motherfuckers. Also, before they burnt the fat, whatever, the priest's servant came. Another one? And send the man that sacrificed, give flesh to roast for the priest. For he will not have sodden flesh of thee, but raw. Fuck you. This is the order you're getting. And if any man said unto him, Let them not fail to burn the fat presently, and then take as much as thy soul desireth. Then he would answer him, Nay, but thou shalt give it me now, and if not, I will take it by force. So give me my meat or I'm going to punch you in the face. Uh, wherefore the sin of the young men was very great before the Lord. The men abhorred the offering of the Lord. No shit, they're, they're, you're stealing my meat, motherfucker. 
But Samuel ministered before the Lord, being a child girded with a linen ephod, being like, Listen to all you motherfuckers! Moreover, his mother made him a little coat and brought it to him from year to year when she came up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. So Samuel's gotten a little older and he has this tiny little cutesy coat that probably has some cute badges like, you know, fucking, um, I don't know, uh, Israel for life or some shit. And Eli blessed Elkanah and his wife and said, The Lord gave thee seed of this woman for the loan which is lent to the Lord. And they went unto their own home to fuck. And the Lord visited Hannah so that they conceived. Yeah, they fucked. And bare three sons and two daughters all at once, I'm assuming. And the child Samuel grew before the Lord. I hope so too because, you know, time manages to make that fucking happen. Now Eli was very old, old as shit in the serving Belial as well as his couple of kids, and heard that all of his sons did uh, hear that and all and heard all that his sons did unto all Israel, serving Belial and shit, and how they lay with the women that assembled at the door of the tabernacle congregation. Well, if they're fucking laying there and they're up for it, why in the fuck not? It's a lot better than chasing them in the fields. If y'all remember from was it Leviticus? Yeah. And he said unto them, Why do ye such things, for I hear your evil dealings by all this people? I want to fuck. We're, we're children. We want to fuck constantly. Nay, my sons, for it is no good report that I hear ye make the Lord's people to transgress. No shit, because you're fucking all the women. If one man sin against another, the judge shall judge him. Fair enough. But if a man sin against the Lord, who shall entreat for him? I, I, fuck, I don't, I don't fucking know. Notwithstanding, they hearken not unto the voice of their father before the Lord would slay them. In this day and age, it seems very much that the Lord was very much a part of their lives and would just, you know, have them be swallowed up by the earth. And so if you went, fuck you, God, a lot of things would happen. But nowadays, it very much seems like you could say, fuck you, God, out in the middle of the sunrise and you wouldn't get much of an answer. Maybe he's tired. Maybe he's bored. Maybe he doesn't give a shit. Maybe, you know, maybe you haven't exactly renounced him. I don't know. And the child Samuel grew on and was in favor, uh, both with the Lord and also with men. Fun. I'm assuming he wasn't gay because the Lord doesn't much like gay men, but we can also assume that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and there came a man of God unto Eli and said unto him, Thus saith the Lord, did I plainly appear unto the house of thy father when they, they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? Um, no. You're probably very dead or extremely old at this point. And did I choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to offer upon mine altar, to burn incense, and wear an ephod before me? Well, that's a really short job, buddy. And did I give unto the house of thy father all the offerings made by fire to the children of Israel? Well, you keep having us burn shit, and I'm really, it's about time we own something. Wherefore, kick ye at my sacrifice and, and at mine offerings, which I have commanded in my habitation, and honorest thy sons above me, to make yourselves fat with the chiefest of all offerings of Israel, my people. Uh, I don't really know what I necessarily... We're getting fat off the offerings, I guess. Wherefore the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, Be it far from me, uh, from them that honor me I will honor, and they that despise me shall be lightly esteemed. Well, I guess that's kind of how it goes, man. Forgiveness and shit. Or 
We don't give a fuck about your house. Behold, the days come that I will cut off thine arm and the arm of thy father's house, and uh, that there shall shall not be an old man in thine house. Well, fuck you, buddy. And thou shalt see an enemy in my habitation and all the wealth which God shall give Israel. And there shall not be an old man in thine house forever. All right, so this guy's planning on killing a bunch of old people. And the man of thine, whom I shall not cut off from mine altar, shall be to consume thine eyes, and to grieve thine heart, and all the increase of thine house shall die in the flower of their age. All right, so everybody's going to fucking die, I guess. And this shall be a sign unto thee, and that shall come upon the two sons of Hophni and Phinehas. In one day they shall die, both of them. Well, fuck you, buddy. And I raised me up a faithful priest that shall do according to that which is in mine heart, uh, and in my mind I uh, build him a sure house, and he shall walk before mine anointed forever. And it shall come to pass that every one that is left in thine house shall come and crouch to him for a piece of silver and a morsel of bread, and shall say, Put me, I pray thee, into one of the priest's offices, that I may eat a piece of bread. So the priesthood's starting to get a little corrupt, it sounds like. And it's not a good time. Um, that's kind of what I'm getting out of this. Is anyone else getting something different? Because I'm really kind of not. I'll just be being like, fuck those guys over there and shit. Um, yeah. Well, shit, man. We made it to our two chapters of the day. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Please send a message off to according to stupid at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at according, uh, at accord too stupid you can find all this on the show notes thank you guys so much for listening and you've been up this creek with a paddle thank you so much and toodle uh fucking ooh